Wow, look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> not me. Yeah, no, not me either. Honestly, I thought we were like just not going to talk about the fact that we never did the podcast again. <laughs> yeah, but then I came over to your house on New Year's and I was like, so the podcast. And you were like, yeah, let's talk about it. And I was like, I bought a MacBook, so this might be easier. And we have already filmed and it does seem like it is easier. Yes. So that is good. Um, um, before I had an iPad with the processing, like it's the iPad Pro, so it does have like a laptop processor, and it was good. Like I still love it, but there are just some things you need a laptop for. Yeah. Like I have a couple Zoom calls that I do more frequently now, and everything else. So it's just nice to have a fucking laptop. Yeah. It just is. I love having a full keyboard sometimes. Nothing beats a nice full standard QWERTY keyboard. Yeah. I need, and honestly, it was an excuse to buy another Apple product because I am a little slut for apple yeah even though we were literally just complaining so much about apple products because like they do things and like apple really is just such a capital queen (laughs) like yeah honestly they're monopolizing without not monopolizing oh my god so what we were literally just bitching about and it's valid but you know we're still gonna buy all of the new products because we're whores for apple yeah but like I was excited because when they started switching everything to a USB-C, I was like, at first I was annoyed, but then it seemed very universal. Yeah. And I think Apple noticed that it was getting very universal because that's what charges my iPad Pro and my old MacBook, that's what charged it. Well, like a lot of Google phones and a lot of Samsungs are now USB-C as well. Exactly. And so I think Apple got scared by that. And so now I got my MacBook. I just ordered it online. I didn't even go in. I just ordered it. It literally was like, oh, it'll be there by like January like 12th. And then it came like two days later, which yeah. like I ain't mad, but it was no. just really funny. Um, and I opened it up and I start setting it up and I look and I see that there's two USB-C ports. And I'm like, okay, maybe one of these. No, they went back to the long fucking chargers. Yep. So the wide voice. Ha- so that you have to have a different charger. And I'm like, mother fucker. Yeah, Why? That is annoying. The only good thing is that they have the touch that you can like, you know, the mag strips that you can charge with. Those are pretty cool. Like I did get a touch charger for my desk so I can just, it magnetizes my phone and charges it, which is pretty dope. And then I can also just set my AirPods on it and it'll charge my AirPods. So that's kind of fire. Yeah. Um, But other than that, Apple, why can't we just have a, char- why can't you send us a full charger anymore you only send us the cord you no longer send pisses me off the fucking little cube those things have to cost you 37 cents to make just send me one i paid 1200 dollars for this fucking phone depending on what size like wall plug-in you get it's like 20 to 35 dollars yeah i the best thing is i did go to the at&t store not too long ago when i upgraded my phone and my uncle works for AT&T, like kind of high up. So we're all on his plan. So it shows up as an employee plan. So I get 50% off all accessories. So if you ever want accessories, let me know. Um, like all those chargers and like the like screen protector, all of it. I get 50% off. And um, because I had like upgraded my phone, the employee thing was you got a free like um, wall, yeah. like the cube. And it's one of those fast charging cubes. That char- yeah, charge yeah. your phone in fucking 30 minutes or less. Yep. Shit. It's, it's a nice charger. I was actually very excited to get that one. And I got it for free. And I for only had free? to pay. Yeah. And I only had to pay like $40 for my nice case and screen protector because 50% off. Yep. So. That is nice. Mm-hmm. It is. It is very nice. That's why, like, when people are like, you're not a real adult until you get off your parents' phone plan, I'm like, I will stay on this phone plan until I die. <laughs> I pay $100 a month for my husband and I's phones. Yeah. 
And it's simply because my parents get a discount through the company that my dad works for. Yeah. And my mom will take the time to sit down and find discounts. Yeah. And like, why not all benefit? Like, because it's not like I'm my parents. So I don't pay them monthly, but I pay for the internet here. Yeah. So my parents are just like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cool with us. Well, yeah, because they're probably getting a better deal than you are. Yeah. hundred percent. They're probably paying like $30. A, no, because my phone is, it's probably like maybe 45, 50 bucks a month for my phone versus I pay like 120 for internet. Yeah. And I don't mind because they're my parents. Like, I don't I don't give a shit. Like, they do other things yeah. for me. Like, I'm not offended. But that's just kind of what the trade-off was is I told them. I was like, I'll just pay for internet here because it's the best internet we've been able to find. Daddy yeah. Elon. Internet's the best internet for out here in the boonies. God, Daddy Elon's really doing shit. Yeah. He's going to take what, over the fucking world, dude. Honestly, probably. But it has been. Like, if you're somebody who's used to city internet, you would probably think it's garbage. Yeah. Um, but for us, we were like, oh my God, because <laughs> we can all stream at the same time, like yeah. in all hours of the day. Because see, my mom thought she popped off and got us good internet. She didn't read the fine print because my mom is unfortunately a boomer. And so we had this like other satellite internet, but like literally in the fine print, it told you it was like all these high speeds that they talk about, but not when traffic hours, you know, when traffic hours are the only time you watch TV from like 4 p.m. to like 10 p.m. So during the day, you could get away with watching streaming, but during those hours, yeah. forget about it. Forget about it. Because my mom was super worried. Like, she wanted to cancel our, like, direct TV, and I was so worried about it because we had awful internet. Now I'm like, fucking do it. I don't care. Like, I hardly yeah. watch it. Everything that I want to watch now, I have a streaming platform for yeah. because of my parents, myself, and you. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to talk about. Because, <gasps> yes. like, so we obviously, we had Lindsay on the podcast very early on. Yes. Mrs. Kickstand. And I love Lindsay. She, genuinely. I've, she needs to come out. Yeah. I, I honestly, honestly, I need to text her here soon and like yeah. see if there's a time she could come out. And well, visit. and it'll be really cool because like by this point when she does come out and she is like back, like we interact with her about this topic again because I've referred to her as the pioneer or the founding father of Sister Wives TikTok. I don't know if she was the first one to post about it. I just know she was the first one that I like hooked into it's also crazy because like she's not like not acting like this is like fan behavior at all because i genuinely think she'd be such a good friend to have yeah and, like, i enjoy her but like she told me she, i was the first account she ever followed on tiktok yeah. that's fucking wild to that think is wild that like because I, I don't know how it doesn't matter how many followers i had anyway but like that's just so crazy that she was just like oh this lady i like her cows yeah and then now like she was on it's our like podcast. a full circle moment yeah so it's really dope but, but yeah. yeah i've i've referred to her as the founding father of sister wives tiktok so obviously sister wives tiktok is a big thing now like constantly seeing like my husband is on like gaming tiktok and he still gets like sister wives tiktoks thrown in there it's a big thing we'll see people are doing satire videos about it now which i find very funny see so here's the fun funniest part of this all so i had never really watched sister wives ever i don't even think i had seen a full episode and so me and julie were talking about how I was like, I really just need to find what streaming services have TLC because yeah. I want to watch TLC. I think I might finally just bite the bullet and watch Sister Wives. Did not know there's 17 seasons. Yeah. I'm on season eight right now. Just letting you all know. I'm, I'm working my way through. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a very quick watch. 
Yeah, well, because I like. Well, it. we talked about this as like a background show. It like, is you can turn because it on like the not every single episode has something staggering go on no. going on. So like, what I usually do is I put it on in my office. So like, I'm doing other things. But then like, if there's like a big dramatic moment going on yeah. or something, like I I'll tune, tune in. in more. But most of the time, it's like I'm doing other things, yeah. which is great because I still know what's going on and yeah. I still have the premise. But I don't have to be fully invested, yeah. which makes it good since there's 17 fucking episodes. Well, like I grew or 17 up seasons in a TLC household. I mean, same. I did watch. So, so like we were John and Kate plus eight. We were nineteen Big kids Duggers. and counting. Big Duggar. Fan. We were nineteen kids and counting when it was eighteen kids and counting. Like we were like, dude, it started at fifteen kids and yeah, counting, and I like, was there. We we've we've been through this, and yeah. then Sister Wives was a big one that really caught the attention because it's not something that's normal no you, know you don't really hear, you about, hear it. about it especially not in that time like i no. see a lot more poly couples out, yeah. but it not for religious not reasons. for religious purposes just because they personally choose to be poly. right so i have already i've kept up on it like literally that's what that's what made me bring it to Lacey's attention like the Lindsay thing because i really liked how Lindsay covered and like went you over, over yeah i was I like was if you can get well, this is mrs kickstand because this is what happened so um i was at a tattoo appointment and julie had like looked at one of my video comments because i think it was when like something had happened like i might have had a tragedy or a sickness your cows died the two yeah your cows died and you made a video about it and she was one of the first people to comment on it and all i said was placey mrs kickstand comment on your video and she was like okay and i was like you have to get her for the podcast because i didn't know who she was at that moment because i had not been Love on that side of tiktok once i met her obsessed Love but it was so her. funny because julie was just like because i follow her it was the top comment and she follows you and she likes you so you need to make that connection for me yeah and i did i literally that's all lacy does now is just keep yeah i literally followed her back and she was like oh i love you and i was like do you want to be on our podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> So like it's Lacey's sole purpose to pioneer these things for me. Yeah. But you know. So anyway, I I know what's going on. Like I've known what's going on. I've been staying up to date about what's happening. Avoid all of the sister wives videos because it's obviously things that are happening now. Yeah. And I obviously like I want to try to go through like on the schedule. Lindsay told me that I think season fourteen is when she said shit really. Yeah. Well, that's when they start to go into the COVID stuff. Gotcha. And that's when a big shift does happen. Yeah. Well, because see, like, for me, like, watching the first eight seasons, I was like, I really don't get, like, what's the big deal? Well, okay. So, like, a coworker of mine is also in the middle of, like, watching it because, like, she just kind of has seen videos here and there and she just finally got, like, interested in it. So, she's watching it from the beginning as well. Mm-hmm. And she is... Oh. I want to say she's probably about season 10 or season 11 where she's at now. Gotcha. And she's like, you know, it wasn't until like the eighth or ninth season where I was like, wow, Cody's a real piece of work. Like he's a real piece of shit. Because before that, like other than the fact that they're polygamists. He he has misogynistic tones for sure. Right. Like that I've picked up on. You can kind of assume anything driven by religion like that. And I'm not saying like religion is misogynistic. That's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah. But like in that aspect, when you see him say and do those things, it's not crazy that he's misogynistic. And it's never been like, you're less important because you're a woman. It's just like the things that he says. It's undertones. And like- like when for he, the first yeah. few seasons, they seem like a pretty happy family. And They're like, still right nothing now. Nothing goes on. The biggest issue that I have come, like that I've realized in the first eight seasons, the only issues that I have run into have been misogynist, like the misogyny. Yeah. And then the parentification of the kids. Yeah. Because. Parentification is a big deal. And that's a big deal in any family. Yeah. That big. 
Because I mean that yeah that was a huge deal. I think that's Dodgers. a big reason why Logan left and just never came back. And I don't blame him. No. I love that for him. Happy that he did that. Yeah. Shocked that he did that. Yeah. Didn't good think for him. he would do that yeah. because they put a lot of pressure on Logan to stay yeah. around. Anyway, so there's a lots of different periodical shifts, and it's just cool because like I know what happens. I've followed the whole thing. Like yeah. they've been a major part of my upbringing whatever essentially so they have you're watching me. it for the first time mm-hmm. jamie's really watching it for the first time you're all at different spots and i'm like oh my god i can't wait to get to this part because the other day the other day Lacey's like i really like mariah i really do like mariah and i was like well mariah doesn't exist anymore and she's like did mariah die yeah and i got I scared like, i was like no hello podcast <laughs> guest okay Oh, she's got the sexy yeah, shoulders out. Sexy shoulders. Shit. Pop off, queen. All right. Bye. Love you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> that was Lacey's mom. Um, I When I came over to film today, I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I came back in. Well, as I was going to the bathroom, I saw Teresa come in, and now I know that she was looking for Lacey. Yeah. But I saw, she, Teresa was coming in, and I saw through the door, and I opened it. I said, hi, welcome to my office. <laughs> and she, like, laughed, whatever. I went to the bathroom. I came back. And she has her shirt off, just yep. naked. Yep. Titties and, out. And she's like, sorry, my tits are out. Well, she had a bra on. I Basically, know. my mom bought a, like, cold shoulder uh, sweater to where, like, you know, obviously her shoulders are out. And she wanted her bra straps to not show. So she had me, like paperclip her bra straps so that they were like tighter together um and then julie just walked in as we were having that mother-daughter moment it wouldn't have been bad except she's like sorry my tits are out yeah it was very funny because um, i told her i was like julie's honestly not gonna care and she was like no. okay but anyway so it's just fun because there's lots of periodical shit like yeah and i hate to call it like time periods because like it's not but like it is like yeah they've all evolved and as the kids get older and like as it's so weird because there for a while they became so accepted mm-hmm. and it's crazy because the first the whole first to second season on the pre- the premise of the show is them being run out of utah yeah because they have like an active investigation yeah and like cody could get arrested yeah which like now probably should have would have could have but anyway so it's just crazy that they became so accepted and they became a part of people's lives and now the whole thing is just imploded. Well, because, see, that's the... Because, like, I literally came to Julie and I was like, I don't understand why they're... Like, like I was like, obviously, I know, like, other stuff goes down because, like, I have, like, heard from the internet that, like, none of them are together now. Like, the whole family has, like, imploded pretty much. Yeah. But it's crazy because like i'm watching these first seasons and i'm like i don't understand why people hate on it like i'm worried for the kids and that's my only worry like you know they say that they enjoyed their childhood but did they because they were taking care of their siblings and like they need to have their own lives and not have to have chores that intense my biggest thing is like people always want to place blame on different like wives yeah like well that wife is the reason that happened here's my theory right mm-hmm. i have i have my top two faves on the show mm-hmm. are christine and janelle gotcha top two faves um my least three favorites and this is in specific order cody robin and mary yeah. i do not fucking like mary and mary stands i don't understand them i don't i don't i, I don't i don't because like when you get to the point where you realize what Mary has been fucking doing this whole time, you get to that point and you're like, oh my fucking God, I do not feel fucking sorry for you. And I did for so long. Because for the first, even now in season seven, she's like very much like, 
I just don't know what my role is in the family and like you know I kind of want another baby and mm-hmm. this that and the other and she's been playing everybody like a fucking fiddle I'm and I just can't wait till you get there yeah you'll know okay you'll know got it um but it's a very unpopular opinion to not like Mary mm-hmm. but I don't like that bitch I don't got trust it. that bitch um they also all have gotten into MLMs now nice which is crazy because that show had to make you so wealthy. Yeah. Like they, you know, they made stupid fucking money off that show. Yeah, I'm still making stupid money off that show, and they're all into MLMs now. Yeah. So like Janelle and Maddie sell Plexus. That's around still. Yeah. I was in that cult for a second, and it was yeah. fucking terrifying. Like I yeah. literally only got in it because my mom was on it, and she and I'd like. I drank it, but like not really. Yeah. And but my mom really liked it, so I was just gonna try to get. There was another one that was drink related. Spark. Spark. Yeah, I had worked for a lady who did Spark. Um, and it was like terrible. Like they would message me, and it was so weird. So like I got out of it very quick, and I never posted like to make it obnoxious. Like, but there's like some people that like. There's one girl in particular that I used like I check in on because she's actually like fucking insane with her MLM. Remember think about your family yeah yeah i literally drove to julie's house just to make her watch this live because this woman is insane my mom did i tell you about when mom worked on her no she, the enemy was in my house julie and i oh yeah no, no no yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, enemy yeah. was in my yeah, house yeah. and i was like oh my god but yeah it's just it's it's crazy to like be a part of it so late because obviously i do have some context clues of yeah. like what is eventually going to happen but i am i do enjoy it and it's kind of something to watch and it's been nice because like and full to, full disclosure, Julie pays for my Discovery Plus. Yeah, so I got Discovery Plus because I got tired of fucking not being able to watch it. It's just Bob. I think they're getting in the... Your mom had such a nice little sweater on. My dad's so in cute. overalls. And your dad's in bib overalls and a hoodie. Yep. I love that for him. Yeah. Um, and they're getting into an Escalade. <laughs> Something's telling me Bob's going out against his will tonight. Yeah, mom wants to go somewhere nice and Bob wanted to stay home. So Bob's making Teresa pay by wearing bib overalls. Yeah. He actually do you want to know the real reason we're gonna spill bob's tea he watches my tiktoks and mom watches my youtube but neither of them listen to the podcast so i can be my real self here but not in a creepy way it's genuinely cute like they just are supportive um dad finally got tiktok and now he fucking loves it yeah and my mom watches youtube she's like i subscribed to you i was watching your other video the other day and i was like okay thanks thanks for the support yeah give it a like (laughs) um but dad was just talking about how he's having a crisis he said he's having a fat crisis because he has to go up in his pants so that's why he's wearing bibs right now because they're looser and you don't have to he can still be a 34 and not a 36 <laughs> body shaming doesn't stop when you're an adult no and it's not just for ladies no nope. he's worried he doesn't want to he doesn't want to go up to big boy pants he wants Gotta to cut stand. out that afternoon Reese cup now. Yeah, he's gonna have to cut out on the afternoon Reese cup and sweet tea, and then he'll drop twenty fucking pounds in two weeks because he's a man. Annoying. But With no, man Lacey pack- had made a comment about how she really liked Mariah, and that it was sad because if anybody was gonna do it, it was gonna be Mariah because she's the one that always was the like, one that was still gonna carry on polygamy. Yeah, as I was like, I'm afraid that I she at the time was only gonna do it because I want to do this. Yeah, because like I said, I am only at season eight, so right now where I am at. It's Mariah. Well, and I and told Lacey, I was like, I really like Mariah too, but Mariah doesn't exist anymore. And so she immediately was like, <gasps> I was afraid they killed her. Off. Yeah. <laughs> and some mysterious, like she, was, she yeah, didn't want to be accident. that way. 
And then Julie's like, they're non-binary now. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Mariah doesn't exist. Sense. They go by Leon now. And they went through the whole phase in the show. And I do think that was interesting how they left that in the show and how they made that a part of the show. Because you don't see super religious families. Like, like if one of the Duggars kids would have come out as being gay. They would have been killed off. Yeah, they would have <laughs> murdered them. Because they had a child and a sacrificial, rapist. And they just sent him to, yeah. uh, to pray about it. Yeah. So, uh, you know... They do the whole Mariah tells them she's gay thing and they all handle it really well. And Janelle had even made a comment like in the first three seasons way before Mariah came out and was like, you know, we have 17 children. Statistically, some of them are going to be gay. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. And the best part about watching the show now after you already have seen like you already know what happens Mm -hmm. is how poorly everything ages. Like everything ages so oh, poorly. I see what you're saying. Like when Cody makes them the necklaces, sits down and designs them yeah, all these necklaces. And Christine's like, I hate this. She's like, like, it's nice. But, and Robin just loves it because she's so fucking annoying. Right. Oh my god, I love it. Wait, just wait. Okay. Because when that shift happens, you'll like Robin more than Mary. Okay. A little bit. Got it. So he makes the he designs them these necklaces and he designs all of them based on what he their element yeah their element he always always their element so he designs them all and he makes mary one he designs mary one and it basically is all about loyalty yes finel or something it's like an irish word or something for loyalty or something. something and it's so funny because mary's the only one that's ever stepped out on him (gasps) oh Oh my god. Yeah, Mary started an online relationship um with this other person. And that person was catfishing her and it turned out to be a woman the whole time. Oh my god. A fan of the show. This is crazy cuz I'm yeah. not there. So that happens, right? And Mary's like thinking she's going to leave because she's met this new man and it's wonderful and whatever and oh my like god. they obviously did not give these women any kind of PR training, any kind of like public Probably like not, exposure no. ch- training, nothing. And now, like the later season, like the newest season, she's like, I just don't want, like, you guys, I got catfished. And they're like, yeah, but you were cheating. Yeah. And you got catfished. So yeah. Boo-hoo. I don't know if we feel bad for you. Yeah. It's crazy. It's such a roller coaster. And like, I don't allow myself to watch trashy. I really don't. I don't get into The Bachelor. Like, reality TV is just not my thing. Love Island. Yep. Not the American version. The no. American version is trash. Yeah. I will say one of the only things America did better than the UK was The Office. I said it. Yeah. That's factual. I you said can, it. Yeah. You have to be okay But like with Love that. Island. Got a text. I got a text. It's so much better than me. Hey guys, I have yeah. a text message. Me and Julie binge that in like three days, if that. First season of the OG Love Island is the best season of Love Island there ever Anna. was. No one knows what the fuck she's saying. Hannah and Jonathan. Hannah and Jonathan yeah hannah even the subtitle people were like we don't fucking know yeah like most of it was inaudible like in little parentheses <laughs> inaudible noises it's so funny though it was such a good show to watch but yeah i'm very excited to keep busting through it and uh the see it. yeah i was very excited though because literally i was just telling julie i was like man i just really need a streaming so i need to find out which one's going to be best to get tlc and just ball out and yeah. get it and literally in my drive home i get a text from julie that says it was only this enjoy tlc baby and send yeah the i sent her like the login i was like i already set you up a profile and i was like hell yeah i was hoping my name was gonna be like mooch or something 
dependent number one <laughs> but it was very i'm very happy it's been the greatest thing i've got to watch i love a mama's boy that shit was fucking bonkers smothered bonkers i think after um because like tiktok really does show like all of the tlc clips of just like how insane tlc is yeah. like we're gonna watch milf manor oh my god milf fucking manor bro i tlc has fucking lost it okay and i love it honestly like and if anybody was like where do you want your tv show because i'm gonna put it out in the universe i'm gonna have a tv show at some point TLC. i don't care what it's about tlc, or MTV TLC going on, literally i am and i am comical Maybe history channel i am multifaceted Animal Planet or Discovery would probably be my top two, honestly, just because of where I would fit in more with the cattle. But like, I'll take TLC. I'll take MTV. Listen. Bring me a couple city slickers and let me just degrade them. They did that with Paris and yeah. Nicole Richie. Yeah. Oh my God, we watched that yeah. too. But TLC is top, insanity. Nothing will top when you showed me the Brett Michaels. Love. Lacey had never seen Rock of Love. Yeah. And like... I was Rock of Love was such a pivotal <laughs> moment for me in my childhood. I, yeah, it makes sense. It checks. Rock of Love, shot of tequila, um, Flava Flav, craziest shit. Like love. That is wild MTV television. went through a phase where it was all dating shows. Yeah. Like Next was the shit. Yeah. Fucking love. Parental Next. control. Parental control was also the shit. Yeah, I watched that shit way too much. It's like a preteen that's a lot of like parent like the parental control was weird because it was like parents like crossing boundaries yeah and like i would just never be comfortable with my parents having that much involvement yeah in my love life yeah but i also wouldn't be comfortable with them finding my sex toys in the trash room rate oh my god <laughs> <laughs> listen that's a great segue yeah you're welcome let's talk about my new year's day okay because literally the first day of literally this 2023 clocked in first day of 2023 and it was a hellstorm. Not really. It was just one of those moments where it's like, this is this is my life. This is this would make this sense. This is the reality of what I'm living. Yeah. This is why I'm like a TV show, please. So it's the new year. And a lot of the witchy TikTok was like, don't do any of these things. But as somebody with a mom who's actually like certified in witchy bitchery, it's all about your intention. Yeah. So I wanted to get shit done. And I just made sure to set my intentions that this is because this is how I'm going to continue my new year. Is with a clean space and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't do too much still. Like I kept it pretty calm and relaxed. But it was a nice day and the vet was coming the next day. And so I wanted to make sure my dad didn't need any help moving stuff around or setting up the corral. All that jazz. And he was going to burn the, because we have a burn pile of trash that we burn sometimes just because it's easier i have a lot of boxes because i have a small business so we're getting ready to burn and i had done a lot of cleaning the two weeks before the new year okay and one thing that finally died on me was my vibrator that i bought in literally like 2016 finally kicked the bucket on me and so me and julie went as the lesbians we are <laughs> and got me a new vibrator and i had to throw away the old one and it had been like I had had a lot of boxes and bags sitting up in my room of like all my trash and I was like I'll just throw this in here and like I did work to like bury it under a box or two and like around other trash because I thought for yeah. sure it would just stay there yeah as luck would fucking have it the <laughs> second I walk up to the burn pile to see what my dad needs my help with he picks up my vibrator <laughs> the dead one and is looking at it and I 
want to pass away. <laughs> and my dumbass goes, what's that? <laughs> like Fucking I was going to be able to fake my dad out. And he just looks at it and goes, well, it says pure romance. So it's either yours or your mom's. And I'm like, and I just don't say anything. And I don't make eye contact. And he goes, not really what I want to find in the burn pile. And then just tosses it. And I'm like, first of all, why'd you fucking pick it up? <laughs> yeah, like, and you just like kick it over into the pile. Right. I think honestly, genuinely, he didn't know what it was at first. It took him like that second to register. And then we, since we were both there, it was like, we gotta, we gotta talk about it. I don't, I honestly want to know what would have happened if my autistic self didn't go, what's that? <laughs> probably nothing. He probably would have just thrown it. I know. I, I had to like. Like you dad, your dad and you were really close, but I don't think you would have wanted to have that conversation. Ever. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. My mom Never. tried to act weird because like she was looking for something and opened my bedside table and found my vibrator like a couple years ago. I was like, I found your thing. And I'm like, I am 23 and you literally went and bought vibrators with your oldest daughter. Why yeah. are you acting like it's weird that I have one? Stop. This is. It's there are a lot of people that have a weird stigma around sex toys. Still. I had to force my cousin. I bought her one and now she's like, I love this. I'm like, yeah, yeah you, it, you can masturbate. It's not weird. No. And you can also buy a toy to do it. It's way yeah. easier. I don't. We'll never hit that shit acapella Dude, again. Dude, no. I, that's why. Literally, as soon as my vibrator died, I was like, Julie, we gotta go get. We gotta go to. Listen, Lion's Den. one of the best things that like. One of the things that I think is a really big stigma in like heterosexual relationships is men thinking that you can't use sex toys. Toys are your teammate, not your yeah. enemy. Well, when they finally discover that, it's like a whole new world. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. Because, like, then they're like, oh, my hand doesn't cramp up. And yeah. Like, why, why do you think we don't do it that way? Yeah. It's not 1372 anymore. I also don't want to act like I'm, like, fucking digging to the ends of my coin purse trying to find my chapstick. Just really rattling around in there. Yeah. Like, I just, that thing does it all. And I just let it, I just hit a couple Listen, buttons. even Cleopatra was putting bees in gourds and buzzing her diddle with it. Yeah. So like let's we have technology okay so we have habitually called it peeling your potato because, because of, tom of tom segura, segura. well cow scrubby ohio native yeah um amazing rapper came out with a new album called casino and one of the songs on casino is no more freestyle and he in the middle of the song and he's very well known for like adding just off the wall shit yeah like one song got my ass eight yeah tell he your stops, dad thanks t- stop by a gas station uh, with got a half tank, it was got great. My ha- till your got dad my thanks. ass ate. It was great. Tell your dad thanks. Just yeah. in the middle of a song, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And so he's it's a song about like basically he's not working for anybody else anymore. Like he's doing it for him, and he's never worked for anybody else. But he's just just reminding himself that it's for him. In the middle of it, he's like, get up on the she start gets up on the bed. Spreads her legs, starts picking that banjo, and like literally the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And now I've only referred to it as picking her banjo. Yeah. Like move over, Tom. Yeah. We have another Ohio native in the house who also coins, coins really cool terms for masturbation. Yeah. But it was very funny. I literally Snapchatted Julie, and the only thing she said was, put that on the podcast list right fucking now. Yeah. I'm going to tell the Kaylee story, and then we can talk about Logan's wart thief. Because that was the I other I think sp- we might have already mentioned that. We might have, because it was a very chaotic moment. I don't know. It was a good story. We can tell it again. Anyway, carry on. For all the new people. The representative <laughs> from California has the floor. <laughs> so um in the last episode i talked about like 
you know, we talked, just kind of like did like a little recap of, you know, our hiatus and like how we really feel like 2023 is going to be a good energy for us both. And like, so before my hair appointment yesterday, um, my cousin texts me and she's like, I'm going to kill a man. And I was like, bet because i am a girl's girl to my core so i don't even need to know i'm already on board (laughs) yeah but also like kaylee just like vents to me all the time which is totally fine i am fine with being that person i am like her mom um i'm like a big sister but i also financially support her so i call it mom (laughs) yeah but um i just am there for her and i love that child with my whole heart so i'm down and so I was like, you know, what's going on? And she's like, this person, who I will not name, even though you are an adult, and I do know who you are, and I know where you live. So <laughs> watch yourself. Um, I'm not going to do anything, but I will tell your mom. Um, so oh, His mom would hate that. His, yeah. His sister would hate that. Yeah, and I have both of their cell phone numbers. So again, watch yourself. Um, he's been an issue in the past. Uh, when Kaylee went to get into a relationship with uh, one guy, this boy in particular caused some issues. And I'm not going to talk about those because... They don't pertain to the yeah, bad bitches but, right now. Yeah, but it was very on brand that now Kaylee might be talking to another boy and this guy decides to pipe back up because he has a crush on Kaylee. And that's been known. And so Kaylee is like, this boy, who I will not name, decided to tell people that I sent him pictures. Nudes. And so I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, no. And I was like, huh. Because Kaylee's upset. You know, she's distraught. Because Kaylee is not that kind of kid. I don't care what you do. I sex, Like, I have always told Kaylee, as long as you consent, you're safe, and you want to do stuff, just be safe about it. Be smart mm-hmm. about it. Make good choices. Like, that's that's kind of my... It might be different when I have kids that I actually pooped out or adopted, but right now, that's my motto. That's my mantra. Um, you're a good kid. You get good grades. You got a good head on your shoulders. I don't really care. Um, and she's a senior right now. She graduates in like five months. Holy shit. Um, it's awesome five months. I know. That's insane. And so um, I can tell that she's like really upset by this because it's obviously like, you know, the stigma in high school. He's well, I also getting, just know Kaylee as a person. Yeah. And she is a person who does care about what other people think. Yeah. And so that has to be hard to yeah. think that people are because you spreading know how rumors like that. Stigmas are for him. It was you're the man kind of shit because he has these nudes because Kaylee is hot, and um, then you have the side of her, which is now people are like, oh, Kaylee's easy. She's a whore. Yeah. She's sending pictures around like ew because it's that terrible slut shaming stigma. Mm-hmm. Men are idolized. Women are patronized for it. Like it's just fucking terrible. Um, and so. Uh, I was like, Kaylee, what you need to do is if some the next time someone asks you, because people were texting her, I said, next time someone texts you, tell them, yes, you did send him a picture because you love doing charity work because you know he hasn't gotten nudes before. I said, then you make sure to tell them that he sent a photo back and you've never seen a micro penis swing such hard left. <laughs> And she was like, oh, my God, I fucking love you. And I was like, Kaylee, here's why you're going to do this. I said, because he wants you to be upset. He wants to try to ruin your reputation Mm -hmm. so that maybe you won't work out with this relationship if it it goes anywhere. I said, but you have to take your power back. Because now, when that story gets spread, he either, A, has to admit that he lied and never got your nudes. So now it's hella embarrassing. Or, B, now he has to go on a full fucking 
campaign to explain to people violently that his dick isn't weird. Yeah, he's gonna have to whip it out at lunch. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to have like a whole fucking assembly about his penis. And then I was like, Kaylee, isn't he 18? And she was like, He sure is. I said, Hmm. We'll make sure he knows that that's child porn because you're 17 still. Yep. And she was like, Oh shit, lawsuit. I'm like, Mm hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's considered child porn regardless of with if when kaylee turns 18 or not because she was a child when she took it yeah when she supposedly took yeah it. allegedly she never took, took it them and she never sent them yeah but yeah so and i was like and make sure he knows that distribution of child porn if he ever was to claim that he shared it with someone is a separate charge yeah like i was like i wish i would have had me in high school because that's the thing is like a 17 year old me would have done the same shit i would have fucking crumbled mm-hmm crumbled but because i'm 26 versus kaylee being 17 my prefrontal cortex is already there i've already been poisoned by the men like i've been burned so now i'm just full savage yeah and i get to instill that onto kaylee i'm like no we're taking no we're taking all the prisoners we are not having mercy for any men in 2023 no that was ridiculous yep and he messaged kaylee and was like why are you leaving me on red or open and kaylee said why are you telling people I'm sending you fucking pictures? And he was like, that was a private conversation, blah, blah, blah. And Kaylee said, well, if it mentions my name, I have every right to know about it. Yeah. And I was like, period. Period. Eh. But yeah, so that's a little fun fact for your uh, listening ear. Well, like, I do think it's important. Take your time. Take your power back. It's just so toxic the way we raise teenage girls. Oh, my God. And, like, I've never raised a teenage girl, but I was a teenage girl, honestly, mm-hmm. not that long ago. Yeah. And, like... In retrospect, really not that long ago. No. I mean, I, we're 26. Yeah. 10 years ago, yeah. I was the most vulnerable, most pivotal part of my life. And mm-hmm. I truly do believe that. I think your teenage years are the most pivotal part of your life where you're expected to make all these decisions... And you're literally For a child. your life. And you don't even fucking know how to pay taxes. You're a literal child. And then, then you feel like shit because then you're in your 20s feeling like you should have it figured out. But it's like, right. no, this is when I should have been able... Or that you failed because you're not doing what you said you were going to do at 16. Yeah. It's crazy. The, like, changes that you go through and, like, just the fact that, like, I just... It's so insane to think about because, yeah, like, the amount of pressure that's put on you even still... Because, like, yeah, it's 2023 and, like, sexual liberation is very much yeah. a real thing. But really still it isn't. Like... It's, like, so... And, like I said, I'm not going to speak on, like, parenting an actual, six, like, uh, teenager and, like, how you handle that. Because, like, right. I totally understand, like, it is your child. And, like, I'm sure you don't want to think about them having sex. And, like, you don't want to think yeah. about them doing those things. Like, I'm not here to have that conversation specifically. But, like, we've got to stop slut-shaming and we've got to stop victim-blaming. Like, that yeah. has to just have a complete halt. Because I thought about that when I had that conversation with Kaylee. You know how impactful it was that I agreed with her without a shadow of doubt and that I didn't say well did you send them yeah or well did you you know how impactful that was that I just believed her immediately and I validated her immediately and I'm not saying I'm perfect for that but like you know but it's different than what our parents would have done my mom would have been like well did you send them yeah and her mom would have done the same thing well did you send them and that immediately would have just put me on a completely different spectrum it was the fact that Kaylee said this is what this boy is saying and I said well, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. I don't care. Because at that point, I didn't even care if she no. had sent them. I don't give a fuck. If you did. It already happened. Pop off. If you didn't, we need to fucking handle this. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. I was like, no. Mm-mm. Also, like, it's 2023 now. 
Having nudes of somebody... Is not a flex. No. People sell them online now. And I love that for them. I literally posted my ass on my Instagram when I got my ass tat. I have a nice ass. I don't care to show it. Well, like... I just don't understand. Because, like, when I was in school, the nudes were, like, a big thing. Like, yeah. if you, you had... were not fucking cool if you weren't sending pictures of your tits or your dick around. Yeah. Not flattering at all. Okay? No. Like, straight up, I'm sorry, but if you have a penis... There's no good way to take a picture of nope. it. No, n- there's just not. I open every dick pic like I look at a utility bill. How yeah. B- what's the damage? Like, it's yeah. bad. Like, I'm always just like, ah, okay. Well, like, I, I know we talked about it before, but I literally had a guy send me a flaccid dick pic Wild. when I was in high school. Wild. Unsolicited. I did not send him pictures of my boobs. Hardly ever ha- is there a dick pic that's sent. So we only no. do that for charity work because we know that you want yeah, to show it. I'd love to see your dick. I'd love to see it. And then I open yeah. it just uninterested. Yet another benefit of being married. But like I will say like if it was somebody who I was like going to potentially have sex with, I might be like, you know, what we, what are we working with? Yeah. I'd maybe like to, you know. Well, have a nice with your history of people with penises, I would too. Because, you know, you don't want a Pringles can up there. Bro, yeah, because then I don't want to be in action and be like, we have no. I'm so sorry, but you're going to have to go stick your dick in the vent or something if you want to get off because it's not going in me. You're going to have better luck. I heard the dryer vent's nice and warm. Yeah, like you're literally going to have a better luck with my exhaust pipe than me. Get out. But it's it's just so crazy that that's still something that happens. And like, what started that? You know what I mean? Like, when our parents were in school. They were taking Polaroids. Porn was on VHS. Yeah. They weren't taking pictures of themselves. Yeah, no. Because there was a physical copy, and God forbid somebody's mom find that. Oh, my God. Could not imagine. So, like, when did the switch happen? I think phones have definitely changed Well, that yeah, for sure. but, like, like camera who? Camera phones specifically. I want to go. I want to see the first person. Who took a nude? Who took a dick pic. Mm. And was like, yeah, this is going to be the next big thing. Yeah. For me, like, nudes, like, as, as a, I really haven't sent many a nudes in my day. I have. I'm not going to lie to y'all on yeah. here. I sent nudes to more girlfriends, though, when I got my titties pierced than anybody, yeah. any man. But Lacey sent me a picture. Sorry, sidebar. Um, she got new jewelry for her nipple piercings, and they were like daisies or something. Yes. And she sent it to me. And it just I, made my nipple look like Sid the Sloth. <laughs> so, Julie. I literally screenshotted it. it and put eyes on it. And then it was Sid the Sloth. And it was Sid the Sloth. Or a mouth, because the eyes were the yeah, daisies. The but daisies. yeah, so Julie has a picture of my tits. I have pictures of Julie's tits. It's really just yeah. how friendships work. But you know, I'm not gonna say or act like I said that I haven't taken a nude and no. Nude. And I think everybody has at some yeah, point. Yeah, and it's fine. I'm not. If anything, just for your own personal validation. Yeah. You know. Sometimes I'm like, shit, pop off. Okay. Um, but. For me, now that I'm older, I remember, I won't name the person here just because we don't have their consent. I know we've talked about them in the past and I'll tell you off camera. Um, And you might know once I say it, but I was so shocked because this person at that time was a little bit of a woman, like not a womanizer, but like they had been dating around and they weren't like getting serious with anybody. And I don't know. Okay. I was going to try to give a hint, but I don't. Just keep telling the story and maybe I'll figure Um, it out. Like, they didn't want to commit to people, and they were still kind of playing the field type of thing. And I remember they were talking about nudes, and they were like, honestly, we're adults now. If I want to see it, I'll just come to you. Like, I really don't think that nudes are, like, that... Like, I'm not going to, like, send pics back and forth, like, Is this adults. a male? Yeah. And I was just like, that's so fucking true. Like, I think that nudes are more, like fun if you're like 
in a relationship yeah. and married and you just went like fucking toilet it's like thumb. a temptation yeah i have a nice picture it's my favorite picture of my boobs mm-hmm. in the shower mm-hmm. all sudsed up mm-hmm. it's my favorite picture literally we were at a derby Lacey and i were talking and like caleb was sitting there showing his friends pictures of stuff on his phone mm-hmm. and like iphone has that pre-message whatever where you can like see the message and if it comes with a picture it shows the picture and it's a little tiny at the top you know yeah. and i was talking to Lacey, and i was like watch this and so i send caleb that picture and he like immediately pulls his phone back into him because i sent him a picture of my tits while he's sitting there talking to his friend and it's the it's the most fun thing to do yeah because i do it at the inopportune times yeah oh you're showing grandma something on your phone here's a picture of my tits yeah <laughs> like enjoy yeah uh, yeah that's exactly like it's just like that's what i would do like oh you're not gonna be home for three days let me really make you feel like an ass well like also <laughs> somebody that you're in a relationship with in theory is somebody that you're comfortable with and, and you don't have to try with yeah and that you trust yeah and that you know is not gonna like send them and it was such a big fucking thing when we were in high school for like girls and guys to break up and the guy to be like oh here's pictures of her tits yeah but that was also when like because like snapchat has been safer some i know that there's apps where you can like screenshot without knowing or like you can use like an ipad or something but for the most part yeah back in the day when i was still dating and sending like pictures of my tits you were sending sms no i was sending them snapchat because like i knew if you were screenshotting them yeah but like if you like to hard copy that shit like an sms yeah. no 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 no, no, you, no, no that's no, wild that's no. a digital footprint right there baby yeah even now as an adult in a committed relationship who only sends pictures of her body to her husband mm-hmm. will not put my face in it unless you got a weird wart and you're like lacy look at this <laughs> well yeah will not put my face in it because i'm always like oh my god what if somebody hacks someone what if i accidentally send it to the wrong person yeah i know i get it I don't think I've ever taken a nude with my face in it either. Just because I'm like, I think my face is going to ruin this if you want me to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I have a cute face. Don't get me wrong. But I don't have a sexy face. Let's focus on my tits. Yeah. Let's focus on let's focus on the shiny things. Yeah. Let's not focus on the fact that I don't know what to do with my face now. Yeah. And I'm afraid that it's not. You're going to be like, just crop that out next time. <laughs> <laughs> that did nothing for me, actually. <laughs> just cut her off at the chin, please. It's just mm. such it's such a weird dynamic that that's something that has become such a pivotal part of like our society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that like that's a big like annoyance that I have with like dating for me. There's just like a lot of steps that are hard because like my job is a big factor because like there's like a couple ways that people react and I've had all reactions I've had clout chasers, mm-hmm. like the one guy who wanted to be TikTok famous yeah. and didn't know I was TikTok famous. And then once I was, it was really weird. Um, or there's people who de- like immediately like degrade it, which is like not fun. And downplay it. And downplay it. And it's not that I need validation. I just don't want you to be a prick. That's all. Support. Yeah. Like I just want to be supported. Yeah. Um, or there's people like and it's just like a weird thing so like when they want to add me on snapchat i'm like my snapchat's different than a normal person's snapchat because like i have a lot of like my snapchat's open to the public and i promote like my youtube videos and stuff and like i don't want a guy who i'm trying to like maybe date like obviously i want them to know me and like but i want you to get to know me on like my terms i don't want you to have full access to my entire life at the fucking fingertips and i only know your name yeah and that's it like that's a lot so 
it's kind of weird i've been telling we've been going through julie's husband's friends trying to see if there's anybody that is dateable is dateable hmm. i just don't i know i just know too much about them at this point like yeah. if you'd have hit if you'd have gone on board with this idea about dating like one of them being potentially dateable like seven years ago i know it would have been a bit different yeah now i know them too well i've too. known them for a whole decade which yeah. is disgusting yeah that i've known anybody other than my mom for a whole decade fuck me <laughs> am i right <laughs> i just mean it's so gross to think that like we have relationships now that have been like that long decades it old. is crazy it is very crazy to think about like the friends you made in the seventh grade you, you know what i mean i've like, been friends with kelsey for 15 years even friends you made your fucking senior year of high school mm-hmm I have my 10-year reunion next year. Disgusting. Horrendous. I have motherfuckers trying to plan our 10-year reunion. I'm like, motherfuckers, we got till 2025. If y'all don't cool the fuck out. Well, that's what we talked about last night because I literally was like, because the first time we tried to plan a five-year. We have a whole planning committee. That was, was at dinner last night. Yeah. We had a whole debacle with our, tw- our five-year. We didn't get to have a five-year because ours was 2020. And the person who caused all the problems uh, admitted that they caused all the problems and was like. That's really impressive for that person. Yeah. And was like. I'm, 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 and I was like, it's we're me. drinking, and crotch goblins aren't fucking invited. We can do a day thing. We can do like a dinner and then a night thing. We need to have alcohol if I'm gonna deal with these fuckers. And they were like, you're right. Which I was like, I'm just, I can't. Like, we're yeah. not gonna do this dumb shit. So when I saw that we were already trying to plan our 2025, I'm like, if y'all don't stop living in fucking high school, I swear to God. That's how ours was. Because like, it, to be fair, the person that started it really didn't have the intention. Like it really wasn't trying to be anything. No. Um, and I think a lot of it was mis- miscommunication. I also think a lot of it was on my end because I think I was just a little too insecure at that time. And I, I think I was taking things wrong as well. Um, I think it was both parties for sure. Yeah. But they started our group chat for our five year in january and they weren't gonna plan like we weren't planning anything till the summer so then the whole fucking class which like mind you my graduating class was like 80 so like it's not that many people but they all just want to update us and i'm like it's been five years we're all doing pretty much the same shit what are we supposed to talk about the reunion yeah like that's what the reunion's for everybody shut up and like it was just too fucking much and then like it ended up flopping which like i expected and then it was just weird so that whatever i'm it'll be and now it's going to be weird to have a 10 year next year though because then they're going to be like what are you doing Lacey?" and i'm going to be like oh <laughs> i do internet shit yeah <laughs> i just don't i don't understand the need for a five-year reunion i think five years are very because at five years if there was anybody in high school that you cared enough to keep a relationship with you still have five years you still have one yeah 10 years people have some kids a lot of people are married um people are like like pretty serious about a career they're doing something different than what they intended to do in high school yeah you know Everyone's what I mean? evolved like, like you grow ten apart years from for people sure, yeah 10 years for sure like acceptable but it's five also, years do we have to do one every five years no, I think like most, why do we have to do a five, ten, fifteen, twenty? You don't have to. You can do tens. If I feel like that's standard though. Yeah, I don't know until you hit like thirty. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, let's do a forty-year reunion. Yeah, I don't know. I think people just—it is like there is a camaraderie of like getting back together, and like there is the nostalgia. I definitely think, and I, I am curious. Me, I just—I don't carry that high school pride. I don't no. either. I didn't. Peak I in don't high carry school. that like disco and like that's all dressed in school colors and like no. i'm not going to fucking basketball games and there are a lot of people that i fucking graduated with and a lot of people you fucking graduated with that still go to every fucking home game oh, and i'm, I'm sure. like fucking why 
I Why? Been, I haven't been to one since... I did go to one in um, 20... I know for sure. I think I went to one in 20... I did go to one when Emily was a senior, 2017. I went to one when my sister was still in school. Yeah. The homecoming game. Yeah. I, like I said, I went to one in 2017 because uh, Emily was cheering as a senior. And so I went to a Lynchburg game. If I'm not involved, there's no reason for me to be there. You no, know what I, I mean? do like basketball. Genuinely, I enjoy watching it in person. Like, I don't yeah. have a team. I don't watch, like, NBA. But I do like watching sports. Um, but, I like, I go to Kaylee. Because Kaylee goes to a different school. And she's a senior this year. She cheers. Yeah. So, like, do I'll Do you still have a reason to be there, though? Yeah. Like, I, I just don't, I haven't been to and because I remember though like when I was in school like people that graduated like three four years ahead of me would still be coming to the games and sitting in the student section yeah and I was like grow Get the up fuck out grow up bro and I'm so glad that's not me I've never been happier that it's not me yeah and like I still do things with the school because like my mom's a teacher yeah and I'm on alumni and stuff yeah. like that but I don't I don't feel the need to go to every sporting event. Well, like, have you seen the girl on TikTok that does, like, the girl, the who, girl who peaked never, in high school yeah. and that goes yeah, back? Yeah, 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 I couldn't imagine going no. back and, like, but there are sitting people that in, we in know a that class that. or something. That's nope. insane. People used to do that all the time. I remember that so vividly. My mom is a high school teacher. She's been a high school teacher for, like, 27, 28 years. And, like, I remember when I was in high school, students would come back yeah. from, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. would just come in and they would sit and they'd talk yeah I'm like i haven't done that uh-huh. once no and i only catch up with old teachers now because they're all my mom's colleagues and like friends yeah yeah like, like if there's and been, they like, helped raise me that's yeah. the only reason why i know what they're doing now and that's the only reason they know what i'm doing now yeah like i've i will like yeah like me and julie both help her mom with things and that's yeah. why i've been back to the school that's the only reason i have any kind but of interaction. yeah like i don't go to the school unless it's for a purpose right like i've never just went to be like nostalgia like, no it couldn't be me no because i just don't have like any like in college i wasn't like that either and like sometimes i have like a weird fomo of like did i not really have fun but like i, I don't like have that many regrets though like no i don't think and honestly if i had to be completely honest if you could be like you can go back to any time in your life where would you go back i would go back to high school i didn't i didn't have a terrible experience in high school you no, know what i mean me either like i feel like i had a pretty genuinely fun carefree time in high school oh yeah there was same. shit that sucked yeah like there was just like the teenage stuff that really sucked like the body dysmorphia and the body but if i had the attitude now and you could put me back i'd be a fucking force to be reckoned oh with. my god both of and us. those skinny fucking popular bitches would not have shit on me no yeah, it would be a, like because Kaylee is a fucking force to be reckoned with. Yeah, and I love it because I'm like because anytime she has a minor inconvenience, she messages me and I'm like, this is how you're gonna handle it. Yeah, <laughs> like high school wasn't terrible for me. No, me either. I like, don't. I wasn't bullied. Have that... I wasn't popular, but I wasn't like no. There wasn't too many like harsh clicks. I don't know no. if that's just a small town school type of vibe. Probably, or what, but like. I, I had a good group of friends. I had a lot of good people. I loved FFA. I was very involved. I loved showing cattle. Yep. Like, I had a good home. Like, I had a job, but, like, I enjoyed my job. I liked having my own money. Like, yeah. I enjoyed high school. Like, I had a great time. Yeah. Um. So, I, like, wouldn't mind going back. But I wouldn't go back, like, completely. Like, it would be no. like, let's go back for, like, a week. If I could go back specifically to, like, my junior year of high school. That's when high school was, like, fun enough to enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have all the responsibilities. Well, well what are you doing? What are, you, are you going to college? What are yeah. you doing? Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. And, like, I don't necessarily need those relationships back. But just to be able to, like, wake up in the morning, have no fucking worry. Mm-mm. 
except whether or not you like know, what am i gonna wear am i gonna scrunch am or I straighten gonna my hair a pb and j graham cracker sandwich for lunch today or a super fucking donut like yeah and you can't do that anymore no no now it's like oh, if i have i need to pay this bill and this bill and this bill and i gotta go to work and i gotta put up with these people and like yep. mm-hmm. no yeah it's completely different and it's so weird when you think back on that because like i wake up and i think of all the like because like i i genuinely am very fortunate and i think you'll agree because you also work for yourself we have pretty flexible schedules yeah. we do enjoy what we do yeah and I have a lot of great fucking people in my life. Yep. But I, like, it, life was a lot easier when I didn't have to constantly. And, like, I hate when people are like, money's the root of all. And it's like, but I have to pay my fucking bills. Yeah. Well, you know also how worried I am? Yeah. That I'm going to misfile my taxes. I'm Bitch. so fucking scared that the IRS is going to come knocking on my door one day. Bitch, same. And be like, um, do you know that... Being a 1099 is so fucking scary. It's so scary. W-2s, the fucking company does it for you, bitch, and you just put it in there. Oh, yeah. Me? No. No. I have to be a record keeper. Yep. I have to keep everything. I know. And that's the part that really floors me when people are, like, confused by, like, because, like, most influencers most of the time do not. I'm in the minority of going the route of your own business. Yeah. Um, Not to say other influencers don't start a business right. they just usually don't do all of the like merch aspect they usually no. partner up with somebody um and i love what i do i enjoy being hands-on with it and i enjoy having something that i've built outside of social media yeah. but i think people forget that i handle everything because then i don't think they realize all that goes into it they think i just go out for 10 minutes a day film a couple cow videos and then yeah. that's my job but no. no like all of the ordering and all of the inventory well, a big thing when you i remember when you sat down and had your meeting with key apparel was that you wanted to you didn't want to be a third party you wanted to be the man and they were like what you almost made them the third party essentially yeah well because they were like huh you don't want us to handle it all and i'm like no i want to and they were like that's really silly and i was like i know but have you you haven't met me so yeah but they're great like they've been super cool with it and very easy to work with but um that was my biggest thing and like but then people don't realize like i every order i put together and send out and ship every single email for customer service is me i i email back and i take care of every problem it's all me that's part of what makes it a small business yeah so like even though my numbers are bigger because i've busted my ass I'm still a small business. I think that's a confusion for people too. Like, I don't think small, I think people think that small business is like, oh, they're in this tax bracket or they only make this much. No, it's the amount of people that are working in the business. Yeah. And when it's just you, that's a small fucking business. Yeah. Like other than, like I said, like you, I would be considered like my first employee because you've done yeah. so much work at a lot of my um, vendor events. So like, I would probably consider you more of like part-time as yeah. an employee, honestly. But like, that's it. Like, I don't, contrary to what some people want to believe of their own narrative that they built my business yeah. i've never been more successful than when yeah. i've done everything by myself it's so funny there was one person in particular that thought they should get credit for lacy something that lacy had done in her business and i was like um then where's my five percent yeah because like we talked about it last episode about the the um the fucking websites and lacy was just like i need to i was like we just fucking do it already mm-hmm. just fucking do it yeah but there are people and there's always going to be people that want to take credit for your successes. Yeah. And like it's so crazy now because like 
I'm so grateful that I have gone through this and like it really is I think that's what's given me the confidence because I've had a couple of friends like influencer friends reach out to me because they're like you have your shit together like your merch store is awesome like can you give me some advice and I just tell them all this stuff and I'm like i I know how to do this. Like I am yeah. running a business and I'm doing it successfully. Like I, I've made mistakes. Like I, full disclosure, when I was on Etsy, I made hardly any money. Yeah. Like I was just staying afloat. If I didn't have that, my full-time job during that time, I would have broke, like I would have gone under. Um, But like, it is so crazy because then like helping other people and I'm like, see, yeah, like I, I have, I, I want no credit for their business no. because giving somebody advice or even physically researching for someone because you care about them yeah. should be all that it is. Like, yeah, that's it. Because you decided to do some Google searches yep. on your own without me asking you and you were bulldozing me with my own business and strong arming mm. me. You now want a credit for my business that yep. I've built, even though you have no attachment to it anymore. Nope. And it's been two years and, it's kind of sad that you still won't leave me alone. Period. Yeah. They're always going to, and it is. And it's the same people that want credit for your successes that will never take credit for your failures. No. Ever. No. Even if it's something they told you to do. Mm-hmm. Or when they burned your bridges with certain companies because they were assholes or to them. Or certain work. creators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hot girls don't gatekeep. Also, yeah. like I feel like it is a very top because like, I'm not in I live vicariously through you as far as like the influencer mm-hmm. shit goes so like I don't know firsthand but I do know from what you told me that people are very apprehensive about sharing their business plans because like I don't know I guess they don't want people to like I literally ha- I'm an open book like one ahead. of my one of my mutuals reached out and I gave her everything like when Julie was like what are your wholesalers I sent her every single one and what yeah. I use them for and like pros and cons to all of them because I literally do which like I would not expect even if you were gatekeeping from other people to gatekeep it from you know what I mean yeah but, but like, like I did the same thing for yeah. her too because I was like there is no reason for like I have no. gone through three years of researching and yep. sh- like working and building this shit from the ground up and regardless of what people want to say I've had help but no one else built this yeah I don't care what these people think no one else built this but me yeah. I've had help and I really appreciate the help but literally until I let everybody else take their paws yeah. off I did not succeed. It was once I put my big girl panties on that it fucking blew up. You gotta take the plunge. Yeah. And so I just gave them everything. I was like, this is how I built my website. This is the uh, wholesalers that that I really like and what I like them for. This is my artist. She is willing to do other work if you'd like to use her. This is the shipping stuff that I use. I really like it. It's just another small business. They're super cool. You know, this is my interface. This is the stuff that I use. This is this. And they were just like, thank you. so." And I was like, there's no reason to gatekeep. No. I was like, you run into so many social media influencers who have their heads so far up their ass. And it's like, shut up. Like, seriously. Well, and it doesn't do you any good. Because if you're gatekeeping for the purpose of other people not getting ahead or gaining success or notability and things like that, when they do the research and they figure it out and then they have this, well, I had to figure it out completely on my own because you weren't going to help me and they become more successful than you you're going to be like damn this is something i will say is i had a fellow creator friend for a short period of time that we were in similar realms and they wanted to continually gatekeep from me and that's because they knew that i was going to always pop off and they knew that they wanted they felt the competition and i didn't not because they were not in the same realm as me, but because I saw it as let's help each other grow. And they saw it as I want to beat you. Yeah. 
and they still can't beat me because they have that mentality. Not because I'm better, but that because person they- also and coming from like an unbiased standpoint, because obviously like you are my best friend and I do see like all the work that you do. That person is not near as dedicated Mm-mm. to that aspect of what they're doing. Yeah. That person's more concerned with the videos that they're posting mm-hmm. and their face being out there. Yeah. Not they want to be famous. Their business growing. Not business. I'd rather have her please Kobe famous than me. Well, that's what me. I'm saying because like TikTok's not going to be around forever. No. Instagram's not going to be around nope. forever. This is the time when you should be putting it into building your company and your business. Yeah, because I don't even know if I want to be making videos at 35, let that's alone what I'm saying, 40. But if you have a standalone business and people know it by name, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's going to keep you going. Yeah. Because there'll always be the next social media thing. Yeah. But like the Viners will tell you, it's not easy to pop off on a new platform. No. One of the only ones I've seen do it. Toby did it there for a little bit when TikTok yeah. was real big. She was popping the fuck off on yeah. TikTok. And then people were like, oh my God, I know you from Vine. Yeah. Like it's so, and I've seen so many people say it. Like, Vine and TikTok are really similar. Yeah, and so Vine might, was so much better though. Yeah, there was no drama on Vine. No, I'll just say it. There's no drama on Vine. There wasn't time. There was only six seconds. Yeah. So like, but to make the transition from platform to platform, it's very difficult. And there's a reason Viners like Cody Ko and Noel Miller they capitalized on the fact that they were big on Vine, and that's when they pursued other avenues. Yeah. And pursued business aspects. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and talk like I know business because I really don't. I just know what I know about my teeny tiny little yeah. business. And like seeing like you and my mom go through the business, you have to be able to look for that next opportunity all the time. If you're not continually looking at what's next and becoming stagnant, you're not, it's not, there's no, there's nothing to shoot for. There's no yeah. goal. You have to continually have a goal. And that's what pe- people so badly want this life that isn't attainable people so badly want to believe that all influencing is is taking 10 minute videos and then doing nothing but if you want to be successful and you want to make this your full-time gig yeah and you want to be able it's fucking work it's fucking work it is so much goddamn work and people don't even understand and it's so annoying because then they just downplay my job and i'm like i promise you it is like and like everyone gave Michaela shit for her you know try being my job yeah. and like people don't understand is she was not trying and I don't know how I feel about her anymore and I'm not here to like defend no. her because like it is still out of touch yes because she's getting tens of thousands of dollars of makeup mm-hmm. free a week a yeah. month like it's very like there's different tax brackets of influencers i want you to realize that yeah. i am nowhere near michaela no. <laughs> so i am putting in a lot of hard work not saying that she isn't because i don't know what she does in a day right but my filming at like my income comes way more from the business that i run yep. not just from the social media yep. platforms i run if i only did social media it would be a lot more easy for well, sure and that's like this parasocial relationship we form with people that we don't know yeah like people that we watch on the internet yeah like prior to you becoming friends with christine and like christine coming out here and us meeting her that's what it was it was a parasocial relationship like we watch her we have this idea of her and then you meet her Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's same with everybody yeah like luckily christine's parasocial relationship that i formed with her versus what she actually is is very spot on like yeah me and christine are very much the same i don't feel like there's any difference the only difference is and like i said in one video i posted not too long ago is i might not be on 24 7 but that is who i am but like paris and that's something that like the try guys talked a lot about when that whole because that's something we never we haven't talked about was the whole try guys imploding like Lacey and i big fans try guys keith habersberger god damn fucking love him Mm mm-hmm white people talk on right one of the best things he's ever given us yep hands up 
Anyway, if you don't know who the Try Guys are, there's a fat chance you don't because, like, they're pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, anyway, there was four of them. Yeah. And one of them caused a big cheating scandal. Yeah, because they were... They were... Uh, sleeping with somebody that they... That was an employee for. B- below them. Yeah. So, so they were, they like, were, kind of their boss. But, like, I had formed this parasocial relationship with each one of them mm-hmm. in a different way. Yeah. Like, you know, Keith is, like, your down-home, like, feel-good type of person. Yeah. And then Eugene's, like, the, yeah, bitch, fucking pop off. Yeah. And then you got Zach. I don't know what the fuck Zach's doing. Zach's just... <laughs> Zach's just Zach. And then you have Ned, who was, like, really funny, and he was, like, the relationship guy, because he was the he one was the that wife was, guy. He was the wife guy. And I love my wife. And he was the family guy. Like, yeah. And he ended up being the one to fucking do all this. And you form these parasocial relationships. And that's what I really appreciated when the Try Guys did their first video about, like, the what's going on. It was just the three of them sitting down. It was Eugene, Keith, and Zach just sitting down, basically addressing what was going on, because it had already blown up. Yeah. TikTok. And... <clears throat> People didn't understand that they had they had known about it for a while and they yeah. had been handling it behind the scenes this whole time. Yeah. And it really wasn't. People got mad at them because they didn't say anything. It wasn't their business to tell. Yeah. It was between two people and it uprooted and it ruined a lot of people's lives. There was a family like, involved. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't their place to come out and be like, Ned Fulmer cheated on his wife. Like, they let the internet figure it out and they already had everything. They were two steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing Zach talked and he's like, I know you guys form these parasocial relationships with us. And I know this is hard for a lot of you guys. And you're validated in it being hard, um, understanding that Ned is somebody different than who you thought he was. Mm-hmm. And now your relationship with us will change. Yeah. And that's something you don't see, like, influences, influencers or people on the internet talk about, is the parasocial relationship that they ultimately form with people. Yeah. And it's it, the thing is, is, like, you can form them because it happens. Yeah. I have it with other... It's hard not to yeah, when you are so dedicated. Influencers. Like you and Jenna Marbles. That's very much like a parasocial relationship. Yeah. Now, I would go about it way differently now because right. I am an influencer. Obviously, never right. as big as she is and was. But regardless. But the thing that people don't... And, like, I never know how to talk about it because I never want to come off rude. Because, like, for instance, that DM I just got not yeah. too long ago. There was somebody who DM'd me basically telling me that they felt like I was fake and I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. And it's like... You don't know who I am. No. Genuinely. Like, I do think that my social media, and Julie can be the uh, judge, but, like, I do think that the Lacey that you see in videos is who I am most of the time. Yeah. Like I said, it's just, a t- like, yeah, there's going to be days that I'm off. You know, I might have a bad day, and I'm not going to be as eccentric or energetic as maybe a video, but, like, that is really who I am. But you still don't know me. <sighs> You do not have a personal relationship with me. You watch me for three minutes a day max, depending on how many videos I post. And you think you know me well enough to notice that I'm being somebody I'm not? That's insane. And then also to DM me to tell me that. Basically accusing you of being fake is what it was. And then you still followed me. Yeah. So I blocked you. Because I don't deal with that bullshit. I don't have time. If you're going to take that much energy to act like you hate me because you wanted a response. Also to that person. (laughs) Like get a new fucking username. <laughs> but like you literally thought you were gonna like tear me down and then still follow me. No, you're not gonna see cute cows. Absolutely not. Block. No. Because that's they weren't gonna unfollow me. No. They weren't. They were hoping you would reply with some kind of Yeah. You know, get a rise out of you type of thing. And it's just crazy. Or get me to reply back because they thought but maybe like, it's that is something that I do think like you guys as influencers have a responsibility to talk about mm-hmm. is like how parasocial relationships work because no one talks about it. they really don't like people mm-hmm. don't bring light to it and i it, never even heard the term 
like put that way until zach brought it up and i'm mm-hmm. assuming it's because the pr team was like this yeah. is what you need to say like yeah. i'm not saying he came up with that as well. but like it's such a good way to describe the connections you make with people you've never met yeah through social media mm-hmm. and like it is tough that is a parasocial relationship with that that person formed with you yeah early on mm-hmm. and you know if they've been here since day one you probably do do things a little bit different Mm -hmm. because you're more comfortable in front of a camera now yeah like that's a big thing yeah like i go back like i so i tried to do youtube in like 2018 into 2019 it's very awkward and my videos were so bad like they're all privated except for like three and like yeah 100 percent. i'm so much more comfortable in front of a camera because i've been doing this for almost three years now so like that's only the only thing that and i'm way more confident oh my god so much more confident and so, yeah, like, I've changed. But, like, if we're done changing, then we're dead. Like, that's a quote. Like, well, and that's anything in any kind of scenario. Like, yeah. I have clients that have been with me for the past, oh, jeez, I don't know, almost six years. Yeah. And they know that my confidence has changed behind the mm-hmm. chair. Like, I'm a person who doesn't know what I'm doing versus now I'm a person who's got six years, years of experience. Yeah. Like, and I know what the fuck I'm doing. And it comes with confidence. And it's the same thing, like, Going out into a field and talking to your phone is weird. Is weird. Yeah. And you have to get comfortable with that. And like, even when you were like hardcore doing vlogging there in the beginning when you started YouTube up again, and like, I remember we went to get something for your dad, and you even made the comment to me about how it was so crazy because it's so quickly that you thought I was more comfortable because it was really awkward for me at first, like having a big fucking camera. And it is, it's an adjustment. Like, doing this, like just podcasting and shit like that, that's weird. Like, people think it's weird, especially around here because who has podcasts except the fucking old guys? in our town yeah i want to talk about fucking politics and guns yeah they think it's weird and they don't take it seriously Mm -hmm. well and like because that's like with parasocial relationships like i've talked about it because like i think i'm more susceptible to them because i do come off very real on the internet yeah and i do it because it's people need to see it i don't do myself up and you do it because that's what you needed out of people yeah you know what i mean like i want to see you talk about it all the time how jenna marbles was that for you it was like a safe space for you yeah so like it's not shocking to me that you would need to be that type of person on the internet yeah and i love being that like i like that i'm a safe page for people yeah. and i like that i give people confidence and i like that i make like because i'm a real person like i'm not drop dead gorgeous i'm not a size two and i don't hide it like i don't hide behind the camera yeah. i'm out there i don't have my makeup and hair done every day no. i'm just i'm out in the field i just woke up and i'm doing chores yeah. and i'm being goofy and i'm just myself and like people that's refreshing to people because like a lot of people put on a front and like to people and so I think a lot of people develop that parasocial relationship with me because I do seem like a real person because I am like I'm a human being like I will never not be a human being I'm never going to make myself an entity outside of Lacey like that's just who I am I will always be the little girl who loved cows and still does like that's just who I'm going to be at my core and so I love getting to be that for people but then that problem arises because the amount of people who still don't understand how un necessarily crazy it is of them to assume they could come to my farm is insane Mm -hmm. that is absolutely bonkers to me that people just like see me on the internet and are like yeah i can i should just dm her to see if we can come to her farm yeah maybe she'll drop the addy like that's absurd still like i know like that's obviously been a like running like conversation on the podcast for a while but it's because like it never goes away no it like just gets more prevalent. Like people yeah. will message my business about it and that pisses me off. People have messaged my management team about it and that pisses me off. That's weird. Yeah. My management team email. Like, hey, can we schedule a visit? No. Well, and I think like if it was talked about more, 
by like these mega influencers yeah. then it wouldn't be as hard for people to understand with like influencers of your side because even gabby gabby who we talked about earlier she had the same issue a few yeah. months ago people were actually showing up yeah. to her mother-in-law's house yeah and like I think that they think because they're not, like, you're not in L.A. or New York and you don't have 17 million followers. Yeah. That you're just a normal person, which, like, you are, but, like, your privacy is also important. Mm Mm-hmm. And your safety is important. And I think if people on a larger scale talked about it more, Mm -hmm. then it wouldn't be as big of an issue for people like you and Gabby and people that are, like, influencers in the Midwest because, like... 10 years ago, influencers were only in LA. Yeah. It's very, yeah, that's a very big factor too is like, I, it, it's, it's even scarier and I'm not trying to invalidate any other influencers experience of people finding out when you live, but it is severely and aggressively different than somebody finding out that your gated community yeah, or your apartment complex versus that has like security or key cards versus my farm in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. That is insanely different. Yeah. And people are like, well, you have guns. And I'm like, who cares? I'm not gonna fucking shoot people. That also doesn't. You know the weird standoff I'm gonna have to have in my driveway. Like you know the awkward ass standoff I'm gonna have to have in my driveway if that happens. Of like being like you can't be here, and then I have to just awkwardly wait and hope that they either leave or wait until cops come. Yeah. Like that has to happen. I'm not just gonna pull out a gun and fucking strong arm somebody to get off my. Like that's not not even for just like I wouldn't want that on the internet. I'm not gonna do that to a human being. No. Well, like, I just don't... That's so crazy to me that, like, so many people have said that. Like, well, you have... Country folk have guns, and it's like... That doesn't mean that your safety is any less at risk. You know what I mean? Or any less important. Also, I'm not going to pull a gun on someone. Also, (laughs) let me just tell you, like, I cannot speak for all of the country folk with guns, but that's not, like, something anybody wants to do. You know what I mean? That's a very much last case scenario. My life is in danger. Yeah. That's not like somebody pulls up right oh, now. Oh, the Jehovah's are knocking on my door. Better get my twelve gauge. <laughs> like, like no, no, that's not what it is. That's a very much like a last last case scenario. And like growing up out here, because I don't live out here anymore. But growing up out here, like there's people trespassing. There's scary people doing sketchy things. When drugs became a bigger issue in this like area, like mm-hmm. people are just crazy. And like yeah. my dad, who is the hillbilliest never once was like i'm gonna shoot him yeah me like, no like, we're gonna go have a conversation first and if i feel like you're a danger or a threat to me and my family like did he have his gun yes but never once like drew it on somebody no and like that's my thing is like straight up like i said i'm literally not even like straight up if someone pulled in i'm not even gonna grab a gun no. i'm not just that's just not gonna happen it's not gonna be on my person that's that's insane I'm not doing, I'm a, you're a human, I'm a human. I'm going to ask you to leave. I'm not going to be nice. No. I'm going to have to be an asshole. And then if you don't leave, I'm going to have to call the cops. Yeah. Like, that's all that it boils down to. And that doesn't invalidate, like, people are like, well, you put yourself on the internet. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. We're all on the internet, sister. Yeah. You might not be posting. You are on the internet commenting. It doesn't matter if you don't have a following. You're still on the internet. So that means I can just come over for dinner later. Even if you're not commenting, like, everything about you is on the internet. internet. No matter if you have a social media following or not. Yeah. People can find out whatever the fuck they want about you. People love to inflate the wrong influencers and just shit on influencers that are, like, just living. Like, 
the mega influencers that do not know that that person exists, they'll fucking suck their dicks. Yeah. But then people who just have like a couple million that are trying to make a living, yeah. they're like, well, you just need to get a grip. And it's like, I'm just, I'm just trying to live my life and ask for bait. I'm asking you to not break laws. Yeah. That's it. That's trespassing. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. It's a literal law. Yeah. Like, that's it. I'm it's, not not allowing you to come to my home because I'm an influencer. I'm not allowing you to come to my home because it's fucking trespassing. Yeah. And you were not invited. Yeah. You do not have permissions to be here. No. Leave. There's Crazy. the door, bitch. Straight up. You will be the first person I call. Julie. Are you busy? No. Why? I need you to come here. There's a stranger in my house. Listen. And it's because people are too confident. They're like, well, I think we'd be friends. That's I fine don't care. If you think that. You don't. If you but think that not. we'd be friends, come to a meetup where I have my trailer and I am accepting people to come to my person. Not, I don't care how cool you think you are. The second you invade privacy and pull up in my house, I'm not going to think you're cool. <laughs> Listen, Beth. Beth's a good example of that. Beth. Beth. I don't want to say her last name. Is it somebody we know in real life? She came to state convention. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beth was a person who finally see on the internet. Followed Same me. thing. Like, think we'd be friends. Came, came to the trailer at a public meetup and it was it was fine we were friendly and yeah. she was there for a while and we talked and she sends me funny tiktoks all the time now yeah and, and like, like she pops in she's on my yeah. patreon so she and like i can dm that's her the way to fucking do it and people. she yeah she's so healthy like literally she's probably listening beth love you she's such a healthy like understands because like that's one thing which like well this will be the last point and then we'll probably end this yeah. podcast that way it doesn't go on forever but like a lot of people, when I say that I read my DMs, I don't want them to ever get offended that I don't answer your DM. Here's the problem. In the beginning, I answered every DM. And now, hundreds of people have access to me whenever they want on Instagram. And that's very, that's not good. Because then they message me all the time. Or they'll do the Instagram calling thing. Yeah. And I've had people try to call me at 2 a.m. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And like, so I had I learned quick that like, that's why people don't answer DMs. Because people like Beth, Beth understands that like, we're not like she's not messaging me all the time mm -hmm. like she'll message me every occasionally and i love talking to her because she's dope as hell and she didn't start that relationship with being like oh i live in ohio too like i'm no. gonna come to your house no she was just like a fa fellow farm girl she's around our age she was dope as hell when we met her in person she was super chill yep. and like i said she's on patreon and instagram so like she messages me occasionally and like is genuinely like very helpful and supportive love her like she's great and she is like the poster child for making it not weird yeah because that's the problem is people will dm me constantly like i have some people that will reply to every single story because i answered one dm once and now there's an open line of communication and that is not appropriate behavior no and people don't understand and i don't want to have to be the dick or in the beginning i didn't check ages i was pulling to james charles and then i feel uncomfortable that now somebody's 13 year old's messaging me because even though i have no ill intention and i'm not a fucking weirdo i i don't know i couldn't imagine being a mom and the first thing i hear from my child is oh that's the cow lady who's 26 messaging mm -hmm. me i'd be so so many red flags yeah. in my head so that's another thing if I, if it, unless there was one girl who DM'd me about a school project and I did answer her back, but even she understood, like hasn't messaged me since. She wanted to get my input and interview me as a woman in ag and owning a small business for like a research paper she did. I sent her my answer. She said, thank you. And that was it. Boom. There are ways to 
handle it appropriately. Yeah. Because, like, I get it. Like, I also still fangirl. Like, I, me and Christine, originally, I was a huge fan. Yeah. And, like, so it's crazy that we're, like, friends. Um, but, like, there's ways to handle it. And there's ways to not handle it. Mm -hmm. And some people just don't understand the difference. And it is frustrating because I never want to be mean to the people that support me. Because I love that and I would not be here without them. But I also have to still get basic human respect Mm -hmm. and privacy. And people just can't sometimes let that happen. And that's wild to me. Because then I'm like, well, then I don't want you following me if you don't genuinely respect me. Can't respect my boundaries. Yeah. Like, I'm a human. Yeah. At the end of the day. Like, I'm a very real person. I'm not a fucking inflated asshole, I promise. I do not think I'm any cooler because I have followers on TikTok. I promise you that. It's not. I don't put it on my resume. Literally, this guy that I was talking about, Lacey, like, setting her up with him. I was like, just follow him on Instagram. And she was like, I can't do that. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because then he'll see all my stupid videos. I was like, he's going to see him anyways. You might as well follow him on Instagram. Let him see all your stupid videos and then decide whether or not he wants to get into it. Not you guys get into it. And then he'll be like, oh my God, this bitch is fucking wild. (laughs) And then I have to be like, yeah. But All right. Well, that was a loaded podcast episode. We started with my dad finding my vibrator and ended with parasocial relationships, baby. Parasocial relationships are important. It's important to talk about. It really is. You are 100% correct. It is. And... People it's not don't. talked about enough because it's such a weird subject because people get offended because they and don't. And if people did, people like you wouldn't have to worry about people showing up to your home. Yeah. It's just as like, simple as that. Like I said, if I'm in public, say hi all you want. Come up, talk to me. I love it. The reason that the bigger influencers, the mega influencers aren't is because they have security all the time. Yeah. And they don't worry about it. Yeah. Or they live in gated communities. Like that, that is a big Which benefit. Which is also security. They all, if you yeah. have a gated community, there's a security guard. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't have that. I have a boss. <sighs> yeah. And sometimes Bob goes out to dinner in his big overalls. Yeah. So. All right. Well. All right. Well. What did you say that one time? Peace something and pussy holes? I can't remember. Rock and roll pussy hole? Peace, love, and pussy lips. Peace, love, and pussy lips. That's what it was. Bye. Bye.